You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome to Little Diva Energy, a little slice of something extra to get you through in between our main eps. I'm Holly Morgan and as ever my husband Tom is here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So, uh, just a couple of bits, a bit of, a bit of housekeeping, we're going to podcast housekeeping. We have gone sifting through the shit for diamonds and we have found some pearls in spite of all the swine and what we want to do is give you a little bit of sparkle and at the end of the app if you would like to consider don- donating to the charities we've listed in the blurb that'd be very welcome so we'd just also like to say up top that we stand with all the women in comedy uh, speaking out about their experiences of abuse in the industry uh, we send love to all the people who have been hurt by comments from and the Uh, JK Rowling and the commentary surrounding her comments and we would just like to say that we see you uh, we recognize you uh, black lives matter black trans lives matter and we want this to be a little bit of joy and sparkle hard to come by hard to come by at the moment so here's with love some daftness Um, okay, so we've had some absolutely lovely feedback from our first ep with Bex on Angela Lansbury. Uh, what a queen. The the one true queen. Absolute queen. Bex has been, is, was so generous in giving up her time and, and we had such an epic, brilliant chat. I mean, who knew about Angela Angela's backstory? Completely bananas. Yeah. She- Although we've had... Some feedback online as well, where someone mentioned that her dad was a Labour MP, mm-hmm. which I don't think we mentioned. Did I we? didn't know he was a Labour MP actually. I, I remember he was a a, a timber merchant, and uh, <laughs> and I did yeah I did see he was an MP. You I should have looked with up Nelly Furtado. <laughs> yeah, in Timberland. Yeah, um, I didn't realise he was a Labour MP. That's cool. That's what someone pointed out on the in the mentions. On oh, excellent. Instagram. Oh, yeah, hadn't read that. Uh, lovely. In addition. Uh, Angela Lansbury's book has now arrived and I do now have it in my possession. And the house is a brighter place for it. It's so brilliant. I'm going to start following her exercise routine, I think. You actually? Involving indoor swimming, which I'm going to start doing. And uh, some things I can't do in the book because a lot of it is like... Swimming, for example. (laughs) Indoor swimming. Talk me through swimming. Dry swimming. swimming. Um, You you stand and you basically do a backstroke in midair. Just standing up. Just standing up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. She also, keen, avid gardener, um, which obviously we can't do because we don't have any outdoor space. But that is fine. I've got some little bits and pieces to read from captions of her photos, which I particularly enjoyed. Yeah, this is, this is one of the most pure Angela things in the book. Um, it's a caption that goes along with a picture of her in her garden and she's got this sort of like little like knee trestle that she's that she's made for her like she's so she doesn't get her knees dirty (laughs) and the caption is i can think of few better feelings than getting down on my hands and knees in the garden do you see the terrific kneeling stool i work on it's just so pure 
and so do you gorgeous. See it? Do you see it? How yeah. many times did you see How it? Many times? And then uh, here's some accompaniments to you. Uh, some of the images when I let my body move freely and easily I take advantage of all the stretching and loosening up I've done and it feels terrific oh it's just wonderful it has no pretensions does it that no. book no it's just th- here you go gently twisting my waist in this way really loosens me up these are just these are just things she's found these are her positive moves I'd love to know the backstory behind that book oh my god whether she's she so gorgeous. she pitched it or if someone else pitched it to her because they knew about her regime or if she just yeah, it, I th- I think she I think she self led this project because it does seem very close to her heart, and it's just so it, it, she covers all kinds of subjects. It's a lovely bit about how she always makes time for her and Peter in the day. I want, always make some time for us to be on alone alone, and we'll have a tea or whatever. Or it's just it's, it's so heartbreakingly gorgeous. I'm obsessed with her. I'm absolutely obsessed with her. So yes, do tune in for episode two. Yeah, next where, week. Yeah, where we bring it, bring things up, up to date for Ange. And really, I just enjoyed, loved researching her and loved talking to her, Bex, about her because she's phenomenal. So you'll all be chomping at the bit for Rich's... Champing. Champing? Chomping? Don't know. <sighs> right in. Champ or chomp? <laughs> Asking the big questions. That's me. At the coalface of, of uh, journalism. Chomp or champ. Either way, I know you're keen to hear Rich's hot take. So let's go to Rich's bitch. Let's grab it. Oh, you are going to be in so much trouble. Christopher Adams would never go to New York and not see the share show. She went. We all got merch. I've still, that cup that you were talking about, I've actually got it. I took it to Box Hill on Saturday. I uh, had a flask of tea, used it. Thank you so much, share. Like, always giving. Always supplying this, the beverages. Um, Love Angela Lansbury, obviously. Um, apparently when I was a little boy uh, my dad found me crying in my bedroom and I don't know what I was upset about like I was quite dramatic as a child so who knows um, but when he asked me what I could what he could do to make me feel better I said I really wanted a cuddle but not from him from Mrs Potts really needed that teapot love um, what I actually wanted to say in this bitch was how obsessed are we with Rebecca like I felt a bit ashamed like she's there talking about um, what a diva is in terms of um, owning your own power and giving the codes to somebody because of um, empathy and allyship. And I was there a few weeks ago like, eh, I love Rihanna, she's funny. Like, what an amazing woman with like such a great point of view. Like, oh, she's the diva. That, uh, she should be your diva of the week next week, truly. Um, I'm still not over Chromatica. Honestly, I can't stop. Oh my God, no, 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 no. I can't believe I haven't mentioned this. Like, you'll have to tag this on at the end or whatever because... The Big Brother rewatches that are happening. So they've just started putting, like, classic episodes of Big Brother on real telly again. Um, full episode. And the divas of Big Brother. Like, you should do a little diva energy on Big Brother. Susie with her... She owns it, so this is okay. Like, massive fake boobs with a little gold bikini that she used to walk around drinking tea. Like, love. Grace throwing water. Nikki, obviously, being Nikki. Amazing. Pete Burns and Celebrity Big Brother. Like, there is no- nothing better has ever happened before or after on television. Actually, on screen. Fuck it. Um, uh, it's so, so, so good. I, I should have made the whole bitch about this, but I didn't. So, you know what? A little bonus. Lovely. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Such a way with a bitch. Such an ap- ap- iconic. As ever. As ever. Chris's coincidence this week. Yes. One of his better ones, I'd say. So with regards to Angela Lansbury, Mm -hmm. Chris's coincidence this week is that Chris once saw Angela Lansbury 
in a play. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. <gasps> what a coincidence. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. That is, that is quite the coincidence. Excellent. Weird, isn't it? That is weird. Spooky. Shivers. I'm giving... Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's made me feel a bit... Tingly. Bit weird. Yeah. Star signs. <laughs> <laughs> and now we go to the Weekend Diva. Weekend Diva! It's been a few weeks because uh, we... We always do we do these every other week in between our main eps and also we in, in line with Blackout Tuesday, we did not have a little diva energy. So basically we will be talking about Chromatica. But there, <laughs> but there is some other very important, more recent AOB to address beforehand. So the first one I'd like to draw everyone's attention to is the general diva energy of Gen Z absolutely bossing it and, and K pop Twitter basically deciding <laughs> that they weren't going to let the Donald have his, have his show. I have some intel that I got this morning about this. Give it to me. Please go on. But like, describe what happened. In the litany of egregious things that Donald Trump has done while he has been in possession of a stolen presidency, organising to have a hate rally on Juneteenth. In Tulsa. In Tulsa. Even somebody, someone with a sliver of a conscience thought, do you know what, we'll put it back a few days. I totally think it was done on purpose. What, to, to have it on Juneteenth and then... I think it was then, trolling. You think they said, we're going to do it and 100%. Then... I don't think he necessarily knew. I 100% believe that Donald Trump could possibly not have known what Juneteenth was. Right, I, yeah. I, I'm quite happy to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which doesn't absolve him of anything. Mm. It makes it a lot worse. But he... I do think that there's some people in his staff that had... Had full... We're well aware of the connotations of both the place and the time. Sure. And... Yes, you're right. Yeah, it's very naive. They were trolling. Yeah. It's, it's owning the libs, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they've shown us he can hold a glass of water. Absolutely. W- with one hand. I was glad to see it, to be fair, because I was worried about his uh, physical and mental integrity. And he can walk down a light incline <laughs> like a big boy. <laughs> So, yes, and then, obviously, Gen Z decided they were going to get all the tickets so no one could come, which was everything. Pink, in classic Pink style, tweeted, I think I sold that place out in five minutes. Hashtag donkey show with with a picture of the very sparsely attended rally. She hadn't hadn't touched the balcony. So here is my incel. Here's my intel. So, yeah, she, she barely came near the balcony. Yeah. It was very sparsely attended. Also, because the people organising it were expecting it to be the biggest rally that he'd done so far, they were expecting it to go outside of the venue. Right. We're talking, you know, like when there's an, an England football game on or something like that, and yeah. you've got Wembley and then everyone is outside yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, um, what's the tennis thing that they do? Wimbledon. Yeah, or Gaga comes to Tottenham and everyone's out in Aldi. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The Aldi is just rammed, even yeah. though it's not specifically... Te- officially it's part just of pre-show. the Gaga gig. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's the yeah. pre-show. Speaking of pre-show, because of the numbers that they were anticipating for this rally, they had organised a pre-show. No. They had organised a very prominent speaker who's very popular amongst the uh, the kinds of people they were expecting to uh, make their way to Tulsa for this particular rally. Unfortunately, unfortunately for them, not as many people as was anticipated turned up to aforementioned rally. There weren't enough people to fill the stadium, let alone the baying crowds outside, of which there were none. And 
the speaker who had been hired to perform a pre-show for Mr. Trump was left stood outside in a car park with no one to listen to them, twiddling their thumbs and considering their previous victories. Said speaker was none other than Mr. Nigel Farage. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, oh my God. Farage was stood outside of the car <laughs> having been booked to be the pre-show to the Donald. <laughs> and no one fucking showed up. It just stood outside of the car park. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. It's been a really bad week for bigotry, hasn't it? <laughs> They've really fucked it this week. Hopkins they? has been slung off Twitter. Big Div Energy from Twitter. Big Div Energy from Twitter. A little too late, but you know. What. Yeah, exactly. Finally showing a backbone. The Farage is holding his own very, very intimate car boots. <laughs> Iconic. Wonderful stuff. Superb. Um, yeah. Jack Monroe as well. Uh, yeah. Being very big about the whole Katie Hopkins thing. Yeah. Just basically said, because of yeah. circumstances, I'm forever entwined with that person. For the rest of my life. Uh, however, I I don't have a particular comment on it. Obviously, I'm glad that what's happened has happened. But yeah. I would like to think that people appreciate me for my recipes and my work for uh, people from lower income households yeah. and stuff. And and the, well, my work speaks for itself. I don't need yeah. to be associated with a with a troll. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I'm but don't get me. Wrong, I'm absolutely thrilled. <laughs> I'm living. <laughs> ah, um, and yeah, speaking of Juneteenth. Beyonce casually dropped a new single. (laughs) (laughs) It's glorious. It's glorious. I mean, like, first new music since the Megan the Stallion remix of Savage, which was... Was that in lockdown? I can't... All time's gone out of my head. The first new music since the Lion King soundtrack proper. Yes. And it is... Amazing. Fucking brilliant. Um, everything. Everything. Thrilled. Absolutely. Absolutely fucking thrilled. thrilled. Oh, just another little bit of outstanding business. I do know where Abera from. <laughs> I really, really showed my ass a couple of weeks ago when I claimed the Abera Museum... I think I, said, I think I said it was in Copenhagen. You said it was in Denmark, yeah. Yeah. Copenhagen specifically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not there, is it? It's just... There, there would be very good reason for it not to be, be there. It would be very surprising if ABBA had a museum. I mean, they, they'd be welcome to. I'd like it if there was an ABBA museum in every Why not? major city of the world. Just a travelling show. But if there's going to be one, you'd presumably put it in... Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Symbolic. Absolute, <laughs> absolute shambles on your part. Absolute shambles. Um, so I, I hereby apologise to Sweden and everyone else in between. And ABBA. And ABBA. Fuck me. Don't know where ABBA are from. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, there's a new film out which we should probably watch at some point with Will Ferrell in. Uh, oh, about as a Eurovision. Eurovision yeah, because apparently Will Ferrell is obsessed with Eurovision. Everything. Of course he is. Incredible. So. Another bit of diva news: Janelle Monae is the the star of season two of Homecoming mm. 
on Amazon. This is the programme that's based on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Which we enjoyed, didn't we, the podcast? Enjoyed the podcast. Less enthused about the (laughs) TV show. Boring. Sorry. It was boring. It It was boring. Um, But Janelle Monae's in it now, so it probably won't be boring anymore. Um, It's a very good reason for it not to be boring. Yeah. Uh, She is the the protagonist in this season. Julia Roberts has stepped back to exec it. Oh, Um, right. Yeah. And so, yes, I'm looking forward to watching that. Is it... Do you think is that is it? Have they said anything about is it possible to watch it without having watched? The first yeah, apparently one? I think they stand alone. Oh great! Yeah. Oh, I don't even have to watch the rest of the first boring one. Yeah, just get straight into it. Uh, Janelle has also clarified her um, some statements that she made at the beginning of the year. She used the hashtag "I'm non-binary" in January, and she's clarified by that she's not actually non-binary. She but she has said that she uh, responds and feels both masculine and feminine energies, but she's not identifying as non-binary oh i see just for clarity yeah which would make a lot of sense as well uh, that someone who obviously feels those two competing energies within their own form as prince being her yeah mentor Uh, absolutely in her statement she also quotes prince Ah. talking uh she quotes lyrics from i would die for you i'm not a woman i'm not a man i'm something that you'll never understand Lovely. Lovely stuff. And which also is a very exciting thing that we're going to announce. So next week we've got lovely, wonderful Rebecca Humphrey's second episode of Angela Lansbury. And then we'll have another little diva energy. And then the week after that, we will have an episode on Janelle Monet. Oh. With Anushka Lucas. Lovely Anushka. A, a divine, wonderful singer-songwriter. So I can't wait for that. That will be dropping on the 13th of July. Fabulous. But before we just fall at the end up, this will be our last Little Diva Energy of the month of Pride Month. Yes. So just to um, highlight a couple of bits and bobs that are going on. So Pride Inside UK, uh, follow them on Instagram. We'll There's, put the link in the bio in the as bio. well. Yeah, you might have seen some of the amazing photography if you've yes. been taking a walk around London and other, I, I assume it's in all the other major cities. Some beautiful portraits of queer people going up around which is gorgeous and set yeah what an, what an interesting idea what that's what it's all about isn't it adapting yes to circumstances um great so that's our little roundup of the week in diva some real great swings for for, for divas divas in protests which might be my new new kink i guess <laughs> <Some> protest. <laughs> And we did promise you some levity and some joy. And I'm aware of the fact I haven't made a single joke. It's just the way it is, isn't it? But let's talk about Chromatica. Oh. Oh. Her. All right. Okay. Chromatica is... An album by Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. (laughs) It's It's also a planet where we all want to live. It is the single campus record I think I've ever heard. (laughs) <laughs> and that, that is a that's a bold statement but it's you're all about bold statements i'm all about podcast, bold statements the from the from the opening string symphonia <laughs> the moment at the beginning it's just it's so camp and i love it so much it is so big it's so big <laughs> isn't it i don't particularly like 90s dance music no to be honest, I like things like Ride on Time and Rhythm is a Dancer because I'm a basic bitch. But Gaga has made me nostalgic for something that I don't like. <laughs> it's, I mean, 
my fav- my favorite songs are are the singles so yes. far. Stupid Love and Rain on Me. Yeah. Um Plastic Doll is everything as is Sour Candy as well. Yes. I'd say they're my other favorites on the album. Um, I really like Free Woman. Yeah, that's great as well. Really good. Alice I'm not so keen on, but I think does really sets up where she's going with this. Like yeah. to to follow to do Chromatica One, which is this <laughs> lush <laughs> string affair. Soundscape. The soundscape that she creates at the beginning with a full orchestra. Um is <clears throat> it's really sets sets her stall out. Yeah. With this gigantic campness. Yeah. And then immediately launches into Alice. It is like every nineties trance song (laughs) and it just really goes i think we can have both yeah why can't we have both why can't we have both and she proves that we very much can yeah also absolutely steadfastly refusing to pronounce the word alice properly (laughs) well she's how did she do it my name is dallas (laughs) (laughs) dallas i was listening to it last night it's uh so the lyrics are my name isn't alice Uh... but she goes my name isn't Dallas? <laughs> so it just constantly sounds like she's singing My Name is Dallas. Which for me is so brilliant because the song is called Alice. So it feels like she's fucking trolling us. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. I love her pronunciation of, of things. Yeah. Because she's got like, obviously she's got a bit of a, she's got a New York accent, hasn't she? Yes. But she, um, some of her, the way she, <laughs> when she does that thing, where, which is sort of half ball call or half rapping. Yes, which is quite a lot on this album. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I absolutely adore it. And it is used nowhere to such great effect. <laughs> Come on, are we, are we going to get into it? Because like, let's just, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room because... Okay. <laughs> obviously the album is absolutely everything. <laughs> but <laughs> I was not expecting what happened at the end i'd listened all the way through <laughs> cleaning the house having the time of my fucking life yeah with my headphones on i listened to a thousand doves absolutely glorious i thought what a way to end an album oh no oh yeah. there's one last track you thought she had an um an icon of uh, a, a queer icon from days gone by elton john oh proving that He's, you know, Lady Gaga's not the only one that struggles with vowels, but actually, <laughs> what, what, that, I understood almost every word he said. Which is rare. Which is rare. And compared with, it does go to show that you can, you could pop a consonant in after the, fe- after the, after You'd think, right, she, that's the, that's the legacy track. That's it. That's the heritage artist. And then she decided to sing Vogue. Except she didn't call it Vogue, did she? No, she called it Babylon. But <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you've got form with a crime, stay with me. If you have already stolen from a museum, I'm going to use the British Museum as an example because they steal from everyone else, right? So the British Museum proudly exhibits things they've stolen from around the world and goes, and what? We're not giving them back. Lady Gaga has robbed Madonna. (laughs) She has stripped her bare and she proudly exhibits her 
her winnings, her ill-gotten gains. I am obsessed with that song. <laughs> obsessed with it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's so bold. It is. It's brazen. It's brazen. It's brazen. It's full British colonialism. <laughs> it doesn't give one single shit. And, and she's in the past. She's come under fire. Yes. It's like she's going. You remember the fire. Remember the fire. That <laughs> There's I an explosion, stoked. bitch. Yeah. Do you remember when I? Remember when Born This Way was Express Yourself, and then you clap back at me. I've done it again, and <laughs> <laughs> and so much worse. It's, it's 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 astonishing. It sounds like a remix. It sounds like a remix honestly, of Vogue. <laughs> honestly, just call it a remix. And look... Just call it Vogue, I'm aware brackets, that Lady Gaga remix. Out of context, my comments comparing Lady Gaga to um, British colonialism might seem extreme. But if you listen fo- to the song. If you followed the train of my metaphor, I think I think I get away with it. I think it does... It Also, I think the metaphor of the British Museum works very well. Because if you stole from the British Museum, who were also stolen from a lot of other people, Lady Gaga stealing from Madonna... So I mean, Madonna, who famously took other cultures and stripped them for parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is the same song. <laughs> same song. Same fucking song. <laughs> what is Madonna doing? She must be. She's very quiet about it so far. It's been a month. <laughs> and she hasn't said a damn thing. She's, She's plotting her revenge. She's up to something. Yeah. She must be plotting her revenge. There's no way. I refuse to believe she has not heard it. Oh, of course she She has. knows what's going on. Yeah. And I want to know what her response is. I think, I don't know. Like, when she's quiet, she could be doing anything. She's so frightening when she's quiet. <laughs> Madonna is at her most terrifying yeah. when she is silent. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she's not saying anything is so much scarier than the fact that she's losing her mind yeah. on Twitter or Instagram, Instagram yeah, she usually, doesn't, isn't she it? Doesn't, she doesn't do that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she She's not... It's quite, it's a hot rage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quiet blue flame. What's she up to in there? It's like the black flame candle in Hocus Pocus. She just needs, we need to send a virgin round to Madonna's house to blow out the candle from a social distance. What's she building in there? What are you doing in there? <laughs> I think she's making like a, a Willy Wonka of hate. Um, aggression a voodoo lounge a voodoo lounge it's not a voodoo doll she's got a whole lounge dedicated to it one of the rooms in her palatial Lisbonian suite but she's here as well right is she in London well she was at the she was at the BLM protest of course she was so I don't know what she's I don't know maybe she's busy I'm sure she wants to she can get wherever she needs to but she has been here She's always... This is... Right. Go. <laughs> Two days after I've been in Stonewall, she decides to do a gig in Stonewall. Livid. I know that in no, the history... You've never got over that, have you? No. Felt like a real slap in the yeah, face. Felt like a kick in the teeth for you. It really did. Yeah. You felt very attacked. I've been in Stonewall on th- like three separate occasions in, and she chose the day after I'd left the city. I feel very attacked. It's okay. I understand why. Go on. What's she doing? <laughs> What's she up to? What's she up to? She's up to something. You, you know. Babylon, 
will not go unchecked. (laughs) (laughs) Babylon will not go unmentioned. Something is going to happen. She's going to sink it, isn't she? She's going to do like original Babylon. Put it to the bottom of the ocean. Is that when one's at the bottom of the ocean? That's Atlantis. Right. Whatever. She's going to do that. Yeah. So I think that's that's Chromatica discussed. Who's your diva of the week, Tom? My diva of the week. Today is the day in history when the world lost Judy Garland. Yes. Today is the date. June uh, 22nd. June the 22nd, as we are recording this, that Judy Garland passed away. And... I think it's fitting to mention her, as it is Pride Month. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are some largely contested theories out there that Stonewall kicked off because people had been at or had been celebrating the funeral of Judy. Mm. Uh, Those I've I've read in several circles are are contested because that is attributed to homophobia Mm. amongst the press in the sense that it's like oh, look, they're all upset about Judy Garland because they loved yeah. her, didn't they? I think it's and a so grain of truth in it. Sylvia Rivera was a big Judy Garland fan and she was very distressed by the passing of of Judy. But she also wasn't at the beginning of the riot. Didn't arrive till about 2am. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I said, contested. Not, not provably so. Uh, has been put down to sources that I've come across mm. as being a sort of, yeah, uh, underlying homophobia from the media in terms of how they portrayed sure. that, mm-hmm. rather than just going, they were absolutely sick to the back teeth of being constantly harassed. Yeah, exactly. And not being able to live <laughs> their lives. Yeah. And so they kicked back. Yeah. Uh, and that being attributed to the death of, of, of an icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. May or may, may or may not be... Tangentially linked. Yes. And may or may not be helpful. Don't know. Yeah. But either way, whatever her relation to what happened at Stonewall... Judy Garland was an absolute icon and is rightly celebrated by the uh, LGBTQ plus community. And so it's right to celebrate her today, uh, which was the day, unfortunately, we lost her. Superb. My diva of the week is Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Pasca, she tweeted in relation to the Tulsa... Uh, uh, debacle. Let's, debacle. Let's call it what it was. I told you Ollie exaggerates about the size of things. Absolute You know as well, genius. she's been sat on that one since the inauguration. Yeah. <laughs> I think two days later, she thought of that one after the inauguration went, shit, it's too late now, can't use that. And I she's know. been sat on it. It's been in her drafts. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. The brilliant time has work. come and she thought, yeah, deploy. Yeah. I'll pop that off. Um, yeah, so Stormy Daniels. Diva of the week. Is my diva of the week. Absolutely solid. Um, excellent. Any other AOBs? I don't think so. Not from me. Lovely. Um, well, thanks ever so much. And uh, stay safe. Stay angry. And stay in touch with us if you would like to uh, reach out to us and tell us um, any of your thoughts. I mean... You, about anything anything but I mean related to divas ideally no watch the for dinner tonight yeah legitimate question do you know what fuck it reach out tell us what you're having for dinner you can find us in the following places Tom Twitter at Diva Energy Instagram at Big Diva Energy emails Big Diva Energy pod at gmail.com excellent 
and a huge, huge thank you to the ever astounding Katie Danbury for managing yes. our, uh, our social media content. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. The best. Lovely. Do look forward to next week's episode. Uh, a week today, we'll be dropping the second part of Angela Lansbury. Fiat. Rebecca Humphreys. That's right. And team, honestly, like, there's some... There's some humdingers of facts in Act, act, uh, act 1 <laughs> of, of Angela Lansbury, but Act 2, strap in. There's some really good intel. Yeah. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Also, if you are Drag Race fans, we've got a little extra that we've been popping out with Deep Friend of the Pod, Ruben K. Just a little casual, little popsy-woo. Little chat. Little chatsy. Little chat uh, in part of a series or a set of bonus episodes we're calling Conversations on K, or Cock for short. Nothing short about it. Um, yeah, tune in to that as well. Yeah, we'll be releasing another one. We've done two so far. Yeah. In accordance with uh, All Stars 5, which mm-hmm. has been airing. And so we'll be releasing another one this Friday. Great. As and when. Look the- it up. Look it. Look it up. Look it up. Bye. Bye. Bye.